Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Amplify Your Business. Today, I am with the organizing queen. She is Krista Jones, the founder of Rose City Professional Organizing. Welcome to the show today, Krista. Thanks so much for having me, Lance. Okay, so let's jump right into things here. What, in your opinion, in your entrepreneurial journey that you've been on, which kind of sounds like it's been your whole life in a lot of respect, um, what are three things that every entrepreneur needs to know or understand? Okay, so from my personal experience, you are going to have to hustle and grind and put in a lot of your own time and energy um, before you can get to a point where you're going to be able to have enough money to outsource. Now, some people are lucky enough to have money and investment money in the beginning. I did not. <laughs> and so, yeah, be prepared to hustle and grind, make those sacrifices and just prepare the people in your life that this is for a season and the goal is, you know, to be able to have the time freedom. Um, and then number two is just focus on doing your your strengths, what you're excellent at, what you love, what you're passionate about that lights you up because that's going to keep the motivation and the momentum going and start outsourcing and delegating as soon as you can. Um, the stuff mm -hmm. that, you know, <laughs> isn't as fun once you have that, that revenue, um, set aside for those, those outsourcing tasks. And, and that means that you have to manage and invest, uh, your money properly. So that's my third point. Uh, when I tell people like, Oh, how is your profit first set up? You know, they always go, what? <laughs> Cause I follow that profit first model and it is just, it has been a game changer for me and for my business. Um, providing me with not only a steady paycheck, but also with that money that I need to be able to, um, advertise my business and then outsource those tasks I don't want to do. Before you move on from that, just because there'd be a lot of people that maybe haven't heard the term or read the book, Profit First. Mm -hmm. And so can you just explain a little bit of that philosophy so people understand what you're talking about? Yeah, for sure. So Mike uh, Michalowicz, he explains in Profit First how you want to delegate a percentage of your revenue towards specific um things in your business. Like number one is your owner's compensation. Uh, number two would be your profit payouts. Number three is your expenses. Number four is emergency fund. So you want to have different accounts set up for that. When you have a deposit into your account from a customer, from a sale, you know what percentage is going to each of those buckets. And that just keeps things even and it keeps things consistent. Um, so you're not like stealing from Peter to pay Paul kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very good. And so uh, definitely a great philosophy to follow, um, especially for us small businesses, right? Because oftentimes we're just scrambling to try to try to cover the expenses from one month to the month, uh, next month. And at the end of the year, we look at it and go, shit, where did the profit go? Right. So exactly. yeah, figuring out a way to pay yourself first in that sense. Yeah. Okay. Number three, then what's the third piece of advice? Oh, I gave you all three. The first one was hustle, oh, the second one was delegate, and the third one was manage your money. <laughs> okay, manage your money. I gotcha. Okay. Perfect. Well, thank you for that. So now tell me a little bit more about Rose City uh, Professional Organizing. What problem are you trying to solve there? What's your What's mm -hmm. your service? Um, so the problem we're trying to solve for people is stress and overwhelm that's caused by clutter and disorganization. Uh, whether that's in a situation of, you know, um, more extreme hoarder scale where it's you're you're just kind of like either physically or emotionally or mentally unable to even clean up or throw things in the garbage can. We deal with with people who are in that level of of, of 
environment. And then we also help with people who, you know, just have a lot on the go. They're working full time. They maybe have a, a few kids and they haven't decluttered the accumulation of stuff over the years. Maybe emotionally, they're having a difficult time saying goodbye to those things. There's a lot of emotions and reasons why we hold on to items. So the clutter is building up and that makes it really hard to be organized because, yeah, you can only organize so much before, you know, the clutter is just the problem. Um, and then we also help yep. people that are stressed and overwhelmed with the downsizing, packing, moving, unpacking process. That's a big one. It's very overwhelming for people, especially now with a lot of seniors downsizing. Um, they just physically can't do the work mm -hmm. themselves and their kids are too busy to, to or not even in town to help. So we help. Yep. So now I would imagine when everything happened there through COVID and we had people homeschooling their kids essentially from home, uh, they were working from home, uh, they were locked in, that must have created a lot of interesting conversations for you in this particular type of business. Yeah. And that was my biggest launching point was COVID. I, I am actually very grateful for how it all worked out in that way. I mean, obviously COVID was awful, but I can say that COVID was a massive catalyst for my business to grow as it did. Number one, it got me laid off of my part-time job. So I went full-time with organizing when I was focusing all my time and attention on this business, it was able to expand. And then once the lockdowns kind of yeah. lifted that first summer and we were allowed to go in with protocols and safety in place, we were going in for moves mostly um, because that was an essential service. And then as it relaxed even more, we had people calling us being like, I am homeschooling. I am working from home. My house was already a disaster. I wanted to organize and declutter before COVID even happened. And now it's just so much worse. I cannot escape and ignore this problem anymore. And so, yeah, we, like people reach their breaking point and a lot of times that's where we come in. So mm -hmm. it was, it was yeah. so incredible to be able to help so many people through that. Um, it, the world was going through terrible times and I felt like I was changing people's lives in the midst of it. And it was very rewarding. It is very rewarding. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is the thing that uh, I think a lot of people don't realize, but just about probably every house has a need for your service. It's not just, you know, like people think of maybe hoarders or, or you know, people that are completely disorganized and have way too much stuff. Uh, it's about the functionality and the peace though, that you also get uh, by having nice, organized, clean, <laughs> you know, places to, to, to live and to possibly work or, or, or be within though. Right. So it's, it's a need that we all have. Yeah. I do a lot of workshops and presentations about the five benefits of decluttering and organizing your home and then go into the steps. But those five benefits, I mean, that that's why people call us is because they want to relieve stress. They want to reduce anxiety. They want more control um, over their time and their energy. And they, they want to improve the relationships in their life. Cause a lot of times our, our relationships in our families are, affected by the environment that we're in. Um, and then, and then we want to just improve our overall confidence and empower ourselves to be like, I can clean this up. I can declutter this and let go. I can make intentional choices. I can organize and systematize and I can maintain. Right. And that confidence, the builder is, it's just massive. That's my biggest thing is the empowerment part of it all. Um, but they all yeah. play a part together. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I am really glad that my camera does not pivot 
because I would not want you to see the space around me here. Um, so this is clean on this really side. Nice. But yeah, yeah. I'll <laughs> come help. Wanna... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I definitely need it. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about your journey, though, because uh, like you said, this uh, the uh, COVID basically had you laid off of your your other job that then had you focus now on this side hustle in a full-time capacity. And so what were you doing before? What led up, I guess, to this place where you started this business? Yeah, it's a really long story, but I mean, I'll start with where I was a realtor in Fort McMurray before I had my children. Uh, when my first daughter was born, I was like, I cannot continue this real estate lifestyle. I need to be a stay at home mom. And then I discovered homeschooling and I'm like, oh, I'm going to be home with these babies. And uh, so I got a divorce after my second child was born and moved um, from Fort McMurray down to Camrose. And um I was with my kids and I said, you know, I need to go to work. I need to support myself and feel self-sufficient. And so I started to work at a bank. And after a year of doing that, I was like, I cannot work at a bank anymore. Like just too many people all the time, too many issues, too many problems. And so I'll go work at an assembly factory where I can put my headphones in and ignore people all day. <laughs> so it's like one extreme to the other. I was always in sales, always in marketing, always had entrepreneur things on the go with my dad. And then all of a sudden I'm at this assembly factory just doing the same thing kind of over and over again. And I was like listening to podcasts about investing and, you know, making your money work free. I'm like, that would be great if I had more money, you know, I'm just meeting my basic needs right now. And they're like, well, you need to have a side hustle. And I'm like, what the? Yeah. Okay. I could do it on the side. And I was thinking about different ways I could make some money with these two little babies. And I, my neighbor was unloading boxes uh, from her car into her garage in the summer of 2019 asked her what she was doing. And she said she's moving her dad into long-term care. So all of his stuff from the condo had to come out. And I was like, well, if you need any help going through it, let me know and I'll help you sort it and categorize it. And we'll take it to him and see what he wants to donate or give away to people. And she's like, oh, that sounds amazing. So when I told my mom about this the next day, she's like, you could totally help people with their clutter. I'm like, yeah, I could be a clutter coach. So I Googled it and the professional organizers in Canada website came up. I saw what some Edmonton organizers were charging on their website. And I said, I could do this. I'm going to try it. So I created a Facebook page like right away, posted on a bunch of mommy groups, buy and sell groups, Facebook groups, just saying, you know, clear the clutter, calm your life. Because it wasn't about organizing. It was about decluttering for me. Yeah. And I, within five minutes, I had a lady message me and say, I want to sell my house or want to buy a bigger house. Can you come do my storage room? Like, Tomorrow, basically, she wanted me as soon as possible. I was like, oh my God, like, I don't even really, I haven't done this for anyone before. I've only decluttered and packed my own stuff. And so I quoted her what I quoted her for four hours. I went with a piece of paper and just a really quick contract draft. And she, we did four hours in the storage room. She donated so much stuff and we even had time to do her bathroom. And when I was leaving with like a van full of donations, she looks at me and goes, I don't need to sell and buy a bigger house. I just need less stuff. And I went, <laughs> yeah, this is going to change lives. Like I called my mom and told her and she's like, wow, okay, go for it. And then I told my babysitter's mom why I needed the babysitter to watch my kids for this storage room session. And she's like, yeah. you need to do my whole house. How much is it going to cost and how long will it take? I'm like, uh, five days, two grand. She's like sold. And she sent me the money. And I went and did her whole house and I had all these before and afters 
And yeah. oh my gosh, just by posting those on Facebook groups and marketplace, I, yeah, I built my business. Like <laughs> it was crazy. People were messaging me every day. I'm on my lunch break or, you know, right after work or right before work, like messaging them, send me a video and I'll tell you how many hours or how many days we need. And like, it was crazy. Like, I don't even know how I did it with two young, young kids between the job that I was working <laughs> and just all the drama going on in my life. But it gave me that kind of purpose to change lives. And it, it utilized my gifts and my skills no, and my talents so and allow me to be that entrepreneur that I have a fire for. So it ticked all the boxes. <laughs> That's how yeah, it's so, so, so exciting to, to hear stories like that, right? Where mm -hmm. you had no intention of turning this into this full-time business mm -hmm. and then it goes full-time and now you've scaled to a place where now you have 12 people working with you. And, and so mm -hmm. it's just absolutely incredible. Uh, what a success story. And so you should be super proud of that. Now I know that every journey though comes with its own challenges. And so mm -hmm. you've, obviously had to overcome some challenges. Can you tell us some of the challenges that you have overcome and how you did manage to, to uh, I guess, solve them? I guess for me, the biggest challenge um, was once, you know, 2021, um, when I went full time with it in October, 2020, or it would have been May, 2020. I was like, okay, I can do this. I can do this by myself. I can take on all these clients. I can work five days a week. I can get homeschool babysitters. Like I can make this happen. And by January or by October, 2020, I was like, I'm not making enough money. Like, whoops, this, my job paid for everything. And the side hustle was investing money. And now I don't have that investing money. This is not working. This is not fitting my plan. And I'm very, you know, I tend to be impatient because I gave it from May till October, right? And I was like, this isn't working. But then I found um, a professional organizer's mastermind and I invested $5,000 into that program, just hoping that, you know, they would help set me up for success with that. And in January, you know, we had revamped my packages and my pricing and my offering and my website. And then we launched our, our Google ads in January of 21. And oh my God, my business took off. Like I was so busy. I was working all the time. And then I was coming home doing assessments and replying to messages and emails. And I was working weekends with clients. And I got to a point where I'm like, I can't keep doing this. So it was probably like <laughs> summer of 2021. I was making the money, but I was burning out. And I was like, mm -hmm. I won't be able to continue doing this. This is not sustainable at all. And my still children were still really young being homeschooled. Yeah. I was like, this is stupid. Um, and then just like, I don't know, the universe heard me and two people from Red Deer and Edmonton area reached out to me within a week and said, Hey, like, how are you doing this business? Can I get some advice? And so I started telling them about it. And they're like, I don't want to do any of that. I just want to organize. And I'm like, mm. and they're like, can I work for you? I'm like, sure. <laughs> so I literally just had contractors fall into my lap because they didn't want to do the business side of it. They just want to organize. And from that point on with the three of us working on projects and helping people and me being able to send them on their own individual jobs, I was like, I can help more people and make more money. And I don't have to do all of the work all of the time yeah. and I can on some yeah, business exactly. building stuff and sales, which I love. I love sales and, and helping the client decide to book the packages. And so yeah, from summer of 2021, I just realized I can outsource and I can hire and I can trust these people to help these clients as, just as well as I would. And then more and more people just reach out to me through my website. Are you hiring? Are you hiring? Are you hiring? And I put out an ad once last summer, 
but since then I haven't had to advertise. I just have people that see the website, see my, my reviews and yeah, connect with me and they just want to work with us. And it's amazing. I have amazing people. So blessed, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's hard yeah. to find people, so I don't take it for granted. Yeah. Yeah. Like exactly. Like to have those people just kind of fall into your lap, like you said, is, is such a gift. So that's really, really exciting. Mm -hmm. Now, one thing that you did mention to me before uh, we hit the record button, and I guess you did kind of touch on it just slightly. Uh, your dad has been a serial entrepreneur all of your mm -hmm. life as well. And so uh, tell me what uh, it's like, I guess, what you think anyway, would be the benefits um, of having, uh, you know, been raised in that environment and how that has helped you propel your business forward. Yeah, for sure. I think what I learned from my, I might cry because he passed away two February's ago. Um, what wow. I learned the most from him was just like, don't be afraid to try. Yeah. Sorry. Oh no, that's totally okay. Yeah. You know, it may not go the way you planned and um, you may screw up along the way. <laughs> you will screw up along the way, but like, don't be afraid to try and don't, you know, don't, yeah, don't quit. Like you may, like he gave up on some things, but he wouldn't be afraid to start something new, you know, um, something he tried may not pan out, but he would start something new. And yeah. I think for me, um, that's the same. I've tried many things in my life for careers. And I think it's just a matter of recognizing like there's a season, there's a reason, there's something that you're going to learn from anything you do. So don't be afraid to try. Like don't, don't avoid giving it a shot because I mean, you could miss out huge on amazing life lessons and amazing opportunities, amazing people. Yeah. Uh, it's just, yeah. That, that's what I learned from him. And so I think my biggest, yeah, my biggest lesson is just, just do it and yeah. see what happens. Yeah. Step, step off that cliff, right? Like, and that's one of the challenges I think that a lot of people who don't have entrepreneurial families uh, mm -hmm. as role models or to have experienced that. I, I think it is way more difficult for them to, to take the, those, those initial steps to, to, mm -hmm. to risk it. Right. Mm -hmm. Because oftentimes I think for them, they have family actually saying the exact opposite, which is play it safe, you know, go to school, get an education, work for a big company, uh, play it safe. But yeah. um, but you have to you have to be willing to, to make those risks. And if you don't have the support system around you that can really support you through that, um, it's uh, it's even that much more difficult. So good on your dad for telling you to do that. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. So. Now, in terms of the growth that you've experienced, it's been pretty pretty rapid in the last few years here. Like you said, uh, COVID was actually a positive for your business and helped propel mm -hmm. the business to, you know, really, really start to take off. And then you've been monopolizing on that growth trajectory yeah. uh, since then. So I'm curious, though, the goals that you might have in terms of the growth for your business, what do you think are going to be some of the biggest challenges that you're going to face now going forward to reaching those goals? And how do you think you're going to overcome those ones? I know that the next point um, for me is to outsource, you know, the customer like sales. I, 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 I have a desire and a passion to meet with the client and to assess their home and to talk them through the process and to assure them it's going to be great. And then to 
pitch the package that's best for them and close the sale. That's something that really gets me excited and I really love. And so I've just recently started outsourcing to my team to do some on-site assessments for me. Um, but I still do the assessment do from the pictures and do the quote and pitch the package and sell. So I think that's one thing that I'm seeing I will eventually have to let go of if I want to step out of business even more is the sales part of it and the customer, um, you know, package pitch part of it. Because, yeah, to have one of my team members say, oh, this is going to take this many days with this many people. Here's a package price. Where Would you like to pay credit card or EMT? Like to have one of my team yeah. members do that wouldn't really be that hard. Um, but again, it's I have an issue with like letting go. <laughs> little parts of my business. So I'm like, this is my baby. It's like watching your child grow up right now. My baby is only four years old. Like it's not even at like preschool stage yet. You know, I'm just like, Oh God, is somebody else able and capable of taking that part of it and, and doing it as well as I do it. But I, every time I let go and I've trusted bit by bit by bit in this business, I've seen somebody else do it really well or even better. And I've seen the benefits and the free time and the flexibility that come from that. And I'm like, yeah, I eventually could let go of that. I just have to train them well. And um, yeah. yeah, we can do this. But yeah, it's going to be yeah. a challenge for me to let go of that part of it for sure. <laughs> Everything else yeah, I've let go I, of too much. <laughs> I can imagine everybody listening to this right now are nodding their heads going, yeah, been there, done that, feel that right now. Because mm -hmm. this is a common challenge for us entrepreneurs when we're founding our companies, building it, and we've wore all the hats or most of the hats. Uh, and then each incremental, you know, step in the growth curve that you're, you're taking, you have to let go of one of those things. And so mm -hmm. it is tough at times. It really, really is. Yeah. yeah. So, um, what do you think is going to be the last thing that you give up? What, what's the last hat that you're going to wear? Oh, definitely the like sales pitch part of yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I, ha I have, you know, let my girls go and do the assessment and meet the client for the first time and take the photos and explain the process. And then they say, oh, well, how much is it going to cost? And they go, well, Krista will call you and let you know. Um, so that, that I've kind of half let go of. Um, and I've also let go of like a lot of the admin work and everything else. So I think that just that, that sales pitch of the best package for you, let's do the contracted invoice. And literally that takes me like 20 minutes to do the yeah. whole pitch package sale. And I don't know, it's just going to be really hard to let go of. But I know once I do that, it's going to free up so much time for me to focus on other things like present, presenting and workshops and conferences and then business coaching. This, these are all opportunities that are being presented to me more and more. And I'm like, I, 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 I still have to meet with the client. And I still have assessments and I still have to do sales. Like, so yeah, I, I know that's coming. <laughs> Probably should have done it this summer, but you know. So, so now when you reflect on the last four years, mm -hmm. um, what part of your business of doing what you do gives you the greatest joy besides, I, it sounds like you really enjoy sales, but besides that, like I'm thinking broader than that. I don't know, because I mean, like I said before that it ticked all the boxes for me. Yeah. Yeah. Like the creating the content and posting the pictures and marketing, putting it on Facebook or creating the face, the Google ads and, you know, doing the responding to a person who's interested, which is super exciting and then getting them kind of curious and then on board and then doing the pitch and getting them to commit. That's super exciting. I love seeing the money hit the bank account. It's like, 
yeah, what I'm doing is valuable, right? And then getting on site and helping the person declutter and coaching them through that letting go and letting, like working through and making space for all those emotions, that coaching is so rewarding for me because I'm just like, look at it's changing lives. And then changing the space, like physically having a space go from totally disorganized and cluttered to completely clean and tidy and organized and labeled. It's just like, look at what I did in six hours. I'm amazing. Like there is results orientated, like checkbox checked right there. (laughs) And then you walk away from the client. They're hugging you. They're thanking you. They write you this amazing review and they send a friend to you that, you know, they refer. And then you, I love the networking. I love meeting other business owners. I love inspiring them with my story. I love coaching. Uh, I love speaking and workshops. I'm I just love all of it. Like, what can I do? It definitely sounds like it. Like the the enthusiasm that you are expressing right now for all aspects of it is just completely infectious. Like, I it's it's crazy. I'm sure to everybody who's listening. Yeah. So, so that's really, really special to be able to find something that is really energizes you the way that this does. So that's really cool. Uh, Okay. So now, if you were to be able to send a letter back in time to your younger entrepreneurial self. What would you say in that letter to yourself? Maybe don't be so hard on yourself. Mm. Give yourself some grace. Give yourself some patience. Let go of those unrealistic expectations. It's okay to be a high achiever. It's okay to push yourself to the next level of growth. It's okay to, you know, want the next thing. Um, But celebrate your wins and recognize when you have done things that worked and see the success in the journey and in the process and in the learning success is not a point that you're going to get to. So just be gracious and patient with yourself and just don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And enjoy the journey while you're doing it. Right. And it sounds like you are. So that's pretty special. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story today, Krista. I really appreciate it. And I know that everybody's gotten a lot out of it. Um, If, we were to send people your direction, what's the best way for them to connect with you or to, to reach sure. out? Yeah. So if you like the before and afters, uh, you can go to Rose City Organizing on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if you want to connect with me, my website is the best place. So it's rosecityprofessionalorganizing.com. And you can learn all about our services, whether it's decluttering, organizing, or packing, unpacking, uh, or my workshops and presentations. I have a speaking page on there. Um, and just love doing that either in person or virtually. And then if you're looking for business coaching, um, my business coaching page is there too. So you can contact me for any of those things. And yeah, I'd love to. If you're interested in working with us as an organizer and declutter coach, you can apply to. (laughs) Always looking for good people, I'd imagine, right? Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time today to share everything with us. And for those of you who are listening today, if you enjoyed this episode, want to check out some other entrepreneur stories, head over to amplifyyourbusiness.ca. And of course, you can find us on all the major podcasting platforms. Amplify Your Business is all you have to search and we should pop up. Until next time, everybody have a prosperous day. Bye.